Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. It's a drunken soiree in the within. Chris and Stu present our core listing, the podcast. Hello, 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 ho, 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 hello, hello. Welcome to Hardcore Listing. It's me and Stu about to give you a fisting. That's it. That's the a intro. listing, Chris. Oh, sorry, listing. Yeah, we're going to give you a, a listing. listing. Mm. Yeah, I'm going to list you up and down till you say stop. <laughs> uh, um, that's it. Yeah. Fisting's brutal, isn't it? I don't even get it. We've really. never discussed this because obviously it's a very uh, it's a we, we're cheeky chaps, aren't we? Calling it mm. hardcore listing. Yeah, you know we all know what we're uh, alluding to. Um, it's literally it's essentially a punch in the minge, isn't it? I just like yeah, yeah, and then some people they just want it. They put their their whole arm up the bum, and you just think. I mean, like, firstly, I just want to say that this isn't something, this isn't a category that you'll find on my um, search history that often. <laughs> um, but, like, no, 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 it really, it really isn't. And, like, I just think, listen, whatever, you, whatever you're into, I think, you know, go yeah. for it, you know. But my only thing about that sort of thing is, like, that can't be particularly good for your sphincter. Or any sort of like cavity, can it? Like in terms of, like surely that will make you let more likely to poo yourself. Oh, I, I, I openly. It don't. It don't. <laughs> oh, it doesn't. Okay. <laughs> That's all I worry about. I just hope that people. I just think for like a short term, because you, you know, generally when I have been exposed to my mates going, "Have a look at that," and I'm like, "Oh, not really." But um, but go on, just 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 email that over to me. Yeah, uh, 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 that's horrible. But yeah, send us uh, that. T- turn it off send in a minute. Send us that, yeah. so I can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but normally they're quite young. You know, normally like no, no, I've not really seen a lot of fit like like that happening to under forty uh, mm. over forties, and I just wonder like is like is there anyone out there going guys don't do this because in the future it's going to give you problems just like functioning i mean i bet a simple google will probably answer that i'm not sure if i want to google that on my computer yesterday i'm gonna get a new laptop soon so let me just have a look does fisting how should i word this does fisting ruin your sphincter that'll do wouldn't it that should get us a good result anyway welcome to hardcore this is the acast version uh no the uh Uh, patreon version obviously i hope so (laughs) Um, I'm not being funny, mate. Like you ain't got to Google the fact that if fucking Peter Shilton's having rummage around in your arsehole, like oh. you're gonna need some fucking help post post exit. Absolutely. Well, on WebMD, I've never felt the desire, like when, like you know, maybe a couple of digits deep in a noon, to just think, right, do you know what? I'm going into the elbow. Like it's a bit weird. I don't know what you're gonna. Are you? Are you literally like? I mean, I, I I don't know nothing about anatomy, but surely, like, you know, if I go in like up to me fucking elbow, I mean, I, I instantly I just presume I'm gonna like pull out a calf, but like, but what what are you gonna do? You, you literally can massage the fucking heart. I think. It, I mean, is that loving or is that just weird? I don't know. Maybe it's good 
therapy for people, like in, an internal massage. Right, I'm going to read a little um, little snippet here. What are the risk, medical risks of okay. anal fisting? Question mark. And this is on medhelp.org. <laughs> I am 16 and female. My boyfriend enjoys me fingering him. I enjoy to finger him. I have gotten four fingers in him, and he's gotten four of his own fingers inside of himself while masturbating for me. His fingers are much larger since he is male and a lot taller than me. I am 16, he is 17. We live in South Carolina where the age of consent is 16. I have been fingering him for a while, and he wants me to try to fist him. I am thrilled to try, but I have concerns about hurting him. Is it dangerous? I have read several opposing stories of how it can damage the sphincter muscles. Can anyone share personal experiences of it, harming or not harming them? We use coconut oil, open brackets, and lots of it as lube. Thanks for time. And the answers are, not from personal experience. Well, that's not what we want to hear here. Um, oh, God. Maybe try... I think it, it depends, doesn't it? I mean, go on. What, no, what no, are you saying? No, no, no. There's, there's literally... Um, there's a lot of just opinions that aren't scientific, even though this is on WebM or MedHelp. Uh, one person says it also tears the tissues inside the victim to the point if done to the anal opening enough, the victim will end up wearing diapers because they can no longer hold their poo in. Stretching the vagina out unnaturally is also tearing the tissues inside and can cause blood clots, which can work their way to the brain or heart. And if you're a man and the vagina is all stretched out, you will find there is no longer any pleasure or sensation left with that person and you will either throw her away or have an affair with someone else who has a tight vagina. Jesus Christ. (laughs) Sorry, just a quote. (laughs) If your girlfriend's uh, vagina becomes so uh, loose, uh, you will throw her away away. uh, or have an affair. You've got to find a new puppet. (laughs) You've turned her into a bloody, you've turned her into a Sesame Street character and now you're looking, I don't know, I don't know what any of us have learned from this, but I'm sorry. I mean, I think it's all subjective as well. If you've got fucking Schwarzenegger banging his fucking oof up your front bum, it's a lot fucking different to fucking Jeremy Beadle fucking slipping a couple <laughs> of fucking mini digits in your noon, isn't it? I guess so, yeah. I guess so, yeah. It's all down to the, the tools you're using. Um, anyway, so exactly. today's top... Uh, let's have a word from our sponsors. Okay, first up, we have a brand new message from our sponsor, love-beer.co.uk. Charles says, we're delivering to home and office bars in and around London, including Essex, Kent, Hertfordshire and more. We're a one-stop shop for everything you need to pour a beer at home, from installation of the equipment through to delivering kegs straight to the bar. This year, with Rugby and World Cups, we're also developing our hire equipment with a quick and easy-to-use solution to have kegs at home. For about 3 20 a pint, we can install a keg with all the equipment you need to pour beer for up to two weeks. Yes, yes, all the equipment we provide can dispense up to two kegs at the same time. So if you wanted a lager and one of my amazing craft beers we featured previously on the podcast, then the per pint cost will be even lower and the equipment we use will keep it pouring properly for the full two weeks without you having to do a thing. The only thing you have to do is go to love-beer.co.uk. Bangboomcreative.com. That's where you need to go for the very best in film, photography and production work. Absolutely. Handsome Luke and his team over at Bang Boom have been proud sponsors of ours for bloody ages. Yeah, and we can tell you two things about them. Number one, their stuff is excellent. They work for massive global brands, charities and companies of all shapes and sizes. The content they create does really, really deliver. We've done shoots with Luke. Uh, Loads of the people, our partners over at the network, and our mates have done shoots with Luke. Always banging, and they're always getting results. Yes, yes. And number two, they're just bloody nice to work with. The team at Bang Boom always give it their all. The business ethics are sound, and they're a bunch of warm, proper, decent people. So if you need some great visuals from a truly excellent company, check out bangboomcreative.com. Sponsors of Hardcore Listing. The world can seem like a strange and sometimes dangerous place. With Summer Academy helping you with your martial arts training, you can always feel safe. Dangerous loners are everywhere. They come across as harmless board game geeks or indie music fanatics, but the reality is far more sinister. Yes, yes. Renchy Simon James has been training karate for over 32 years and teaching for 28. He knows through first-hand experience that martial arts can give you the stress release you've been looking for. It can teach you life lessons along with fitness and, more importantly, peace. At Sama, he teaches karate, kickboxing, tai chi and MMA to all ages, from children as young as four to the very elderly. 
even Stu. What? Aside from that, he also teaches ladies self-defence, self-defence courses, team building courses, corporate training days, apprenticeships to become a martial arts instructor for SAMA. Yeah, he even teaches a parent and baby self-defence course. That's defence while carrying your child, not defence against maniacal murder babies, because we all know there's no defence against them. So go hit Simon up at sama-academy.co.uk. There you go, lovely sponsors. Probably won't have any left after that introduction. Um, so, top five things you've found inside yourself. Is that today's no. Oh, no, sorry. Top five live events you've been to. Yeah. Good shout, mate. That was your idea, wasn't it? Because you've got yeah. big, probably because you've got a big live live event, haven't you? Coming up tomorrow. Yeah, I don't know how big it is. There's a thing called the podcast show, and it's mm. like it's it should have been on a couple of years ago, mm. and it's um it's at the uh, London Design Centre mm. um uh, this week. And and Pop Barber are involved in it, and Pip won't go to London and won't do anything live. Adam's too nervous to do anything live anymore. He don't like it, so I've got to go and host the show. So oh, what, all uh, I own? just thought I'd do a yeah, okay. like uh, so I thought I'd do um uh, just a Pop Bible live podcast where we just get podcasters on talking about their pods. So mm. I thought I'll bring some friends along to make mm-hmm. it easy. Yeah. So um, Rich Wilson, I believe you're going to be guesting on Richie's yeah, this yeah. week. Yeah. Uh, so Rich is coming down, uh, as is um, Josh Weller and his Correct. Dirty Air podcast, uh, as is um, uh, the lovely uh, Amy Borman oh, from the Mum Mum podcast. So, uh, so yeah, I think they they all sort of know each other as well um, through either stand up or guesting on each other's podcast. Mm-hmm. So it should be a, a relatively easy chat. Mm. So, uh, so yeah, just as we was I was sort of talking about that, I thought, oh, hang on a minute. Top five live events because it could be anything, couldn't it? Mm. So yeah, do you want to start? All right, I've ruled out a few that we've talked. I've talked about quite a lot. Mm. So just to let you know, I've ruled. I've ruled out any prodigy gigs. Oh yeah, same. And I've ruled out V ninety seven. I've ruled out Alien War, and I've ruled out our own live shows. But that doesn't mean to say you can't have them in yours. I'm going to go in. I'm going to. S- uh, your your Wi Fi is playing up, dude. I've just lost you there. But carry on. Oh sorry, the mate. Audio shouldn't sorry. Be so I'm going to start with a really nerdy one. So just before COVID, about four years ago, just before COVID, um, I went to my, after starting to embrace my inner nerd, I actually decided to go to a games workshop event. Oh. And Dude, you've got to look at your Wi-Fi, man. Is it really bad? Oh, for yeah, I can't hear you. just cutting sake. out. Um, it should be, I don't get it. I've gone onto my hotspot. Um, I don't get why I'm having such yeah, bad internet issues at the moment. Every um, five seconds, I can't hear what you're saying. Oh, s- uh, still now. Uh, all right, I'll switch. Uh, Sorry, let me switch. Okay. This is fun. Sorry, gang. Just imagine. Yeah, that's all right. And if you're watching this, you just go and while he's titting around with that, you can just look at um my uh, elderly head. <laughs> you have got a lovely elderly head. I bet I could get that up me. I can get me fist in me gob, so I reckon mm. by... Surely there's some things where, like, is it like the distance from your little finger to the mm. end of your thumb is the size of your cory, and, and is, or is it like... What's the one that's like your wrist to your elbows, the size of your thigh, or something mm. like that? So I reckon the same rule applies. If I can get my fist in my gob, I can get it out me whoopsie. Absolutely, mate. I think that's a fair shout. How's my internet yeah. now? It doesn't feel any better. Well, we'll, we'll we'll suck it and see. Oh, God. Um, right. So, yeah, so, so basically, what was your I went five? to a games workshop. It was called the Horace Heresy Weekender, and this was about four years ago, just before COVID and that. And I saw the tickets come up, and I thought, you know what? I'm going to be a nerd. I'm going to go. And I thought, I'm going to rope my poor cousin into this because um, she's about the only person I know who, who would have any sort of uh, interest in going. Stu, I've never been so excited to go to anything in my life. Like I had to go and pick her up in Ipswich before then driving on to somewhere up north to the to uh, to, to this weekender. I was up at like six o'clock, bright and breezy, super excited to go. I think we might have even had a club night the night before, and I was just like, right, let's just let's just get up there. Um, I was so excited. I picked up three points on my license driving there. 
um, and um, just the whole day, my heart was beating really quickly because I couldn't wait to get to the next store and look at the next nerdy bit of... I couldn't... I, I'm just not that guy normally, but I was just... At, you are. Oh, right, sorry, yeah. I don't normally get that, like... I don't get anxious about things like that. Well, well mostly I'm not that anxious these days, but that, that day I was so fucking, like... I was like a kid who'd been given about eight bags of bloody Smarties. I was, I was going off my, my tits. And you know what? The reports were it wasn't even that good an event. Like that, it's like a bit of a let, it was a bit of a letdown that year. Not for me. I like had a fucking whale mm. of a time, and I literally can't wait. I'm gonna I'm gonna start going to more now that COVID sort of started to calm down a bit. Um, yeah, man, I just absolutely loved it. I love going around looking at all the nerdy models and talking to the games designers and mate, it just Oh, you must have been insufferable. I reckon I was alright. Mm. I don't know, Robin probably Some would give you a different answer. Yeah. I guarantee Robin a be like, Oh, he was such a thirsty prick. Mm. He was literally just fucking munching off everyone at every fucking stall talking about fucking Nordic orcs. <laughs> They sound like quite a good army. I'd collect those if you uh, you can design them. If, as long as they did like a okay. one based on you, add your face and then big tusks. Um, what's that fucking uh, what's that fucking mess from Game of Thrones that people went and I look like? Oh, the Hound. <laughs> the Hound. <laughs> have you not watched? Army have you not watched all of Game of Thrones? Yeah. Oh, right, okay, make sure. Um, so there you go. It's my number five, mate. Mine a nerd, and I was just picked up points on my license I was driving so quickly that day okay right I'm going to start with my uh, first outdoor concert mm. um, and it was 1989 I believe Amazing. and it was at Milton Keynes Bowl uh, and that? I went to see Erasure uh, uh, that point Erasure were probably them and the Pet Shop Boys and probably Depeche Mode the biggest pop bands in the UK, mm. I guess. Um, and yeah, Erasure were like fucking huge. And I love them. Mm. And uh, and I was really obsessive with them back then as well. Uh, and I went to Milton Keynes Bowl. Um, we got a bus up there. And uh, like a coach laid on. And uh, and the support was Electribe 101, um, who, who recorded mm. a, a seminal house record called Talking With Myself. Um, then it was uh, Adamski. Oh, amazing! Uh, and then it was um, the uh, the the incredible was not was those uh, famous for uh, walk the dinosaur, spy in the house of love, and that weird one they done with Ozzy Osbourne, shake your head. Um, but uh, yeah, and every band was brilliant. I was a fan of all the bands anyway, so that made it a really good day. It was boiling hot. And uh, and Erasure Live, if you've never seen them, is one of the most camp, fun, pop-tastic events you could mm. ever see. It was called The Wild Party. The album was, was called Wild, and this was like the big sort of close to their, their, their tour with 90,000 people wow. at Milton Keynes Bowl. And it was amazing, you know, when you, you're, you're in a crowd of 90,000 people all singing along to Little Respect and Stop and Blue Savannah sometimes and all, all the fucking hits. It was fucking amazing. And Andy Bell was just this incredible front person. And, uh, yeah, wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. And I just loved it. It was the first time I'd ever been in a crowd that big. That um, be I've been to football before. How old was you? Never. Sixteen. Amazing. Right. Uh, and yeah, I, I'd been to some indoor gigs, but it was like my first sort of taste of a big outdoor show. You know, before, but this before festivals and stuff. I was going to. Um, yeah, loved it. Erasure, Milton Keynes did, Bowl, the Wild. Did they party. have like like different stands for t-shirts and stuff like that? Or like you know, did they have little stands for models and miniatures, little stuff like that you could buy? I think you could just get um, official merchandise indoors or if you went just outside the venue, you could buy a load of massive posters for about two quid uh, from some shifty-looking cunts or a T-shirt that would shrink if you washed it. <laughs> Didn't see any action figures. All right, okay. Well, sounds pretty good, mm. though. 
I'd love to. I'd love to go to that right. now. Go. If you had a time machine, what thing to go back to? Right. What's my number four? Hmm. I'm gonna throw in. Uh, well, you caught me singing these guys probably because I was thinking about it the other day uh, when I was thinking about the live shows. A very memorable live show was um, sort of like uh, we just we just um, it was in our third year of uni. And in that part of, uh, we, we I was working really hard, but they'd also legalised magic mushrooms for a very short period of time. And, um, yeah, the doors came over, minus Jim Morrison, obviously. And I can't remember who they they had come and sing in his stead. Ian Astbury, singer from a cult. That's it. The cult, yeah, that was it. And, um, yeah, uh, we, bought, uh, we bought a box of magic mushrooms each. Me, my friend Paul Brother, and then James Hawkins. We ate shout them all out. The drug takers. <laughs> well, James works in the music industry anyway, so I'm sure he doesn't really care. Oh, he's probably still on them. Then. <laughs> probably. I don't think he ever came down from that night. Um, and we had. It was just such a great. Like it was brilliant. It was like we were really into the doors at that point, and um, the event happened. It was really big. I can't tell you where we went to see it. Um. No, I can't. Hammersmith? I don't know. I, don't, I really right. don't know. I can't tell you. Anyway, it was brilliant. But And while the gig was on, and we were high as kites, hallucinating, I don't think anyone really noticed. Um, And we were singing along, having the best time. But then once the gig ended, we were all very, 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 very high still. And we'd had a great time, but I think... Me and Paul had our T-shirts off because we'd been sweating so much. <laughs> and uh, at that point, we'd fallen into hysterics, uncontrollable hysterics. And so everyone was leaving the uh, this venue, and there's me and Paul literally rolling over the chairs, can't get up, crying our eyes out with laughter. And um, it was just, it was, yeah, I, I, as much as the live show, as much as the doors were, were incredible, it's like the after party that makes me laugh as much because we finally got out the venue and we just, we, our brains couldn't conceive, um, couldn't do anything. We were looking for the train station for about an hour, looking for the underground. We couldn't find the underground train station. And in the end, we were like, we we're still hallucinating really strongly. It was like, we're just going to have to hold up somewhere. Until this passes, and it was quite late. So then we went, we went to a hotel, and it was like, uh, right, we all had to agree who was going to go and order this hotel room because we were all really like stripping balls. Like conversation was hard, and I decided. No, I said, look, you know, sometimes I wimp out of that when I'm tripping balls. So I said, no, look, it's my turn. I've got to suck this one up, and I've got to deal with it. So we all three of us walked into this hotel, and I walked up to the the woman on the counter, and I was like. Can we get uh, just like a hotel room for free, like maybe with um, three singles or two double beds in it? Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. That's what I think I said. And it was all fine. She went, yeah, let me look. Yeah, we've got a space. 
And sure, and it's going to be however much it was. And we didn't care because we were just so petrified. We just needed to get somewhere. And um, everything was fine. And I wasn't paying because we were all broke. Paul was the one who was going to pay for this. And he put his cash card on this marble surface next to the cashier. And the cash card just melted into the surface. And that was the point where I was like, oh, <laughs> I really had kept it together to that point. And then when I saw that happen, I kind of just saw like hovered to the back of the hotel foyer and Paul paid for it. But I was I was really good up until that point. But she was like, sure, thanks for that, sir. And then I saw that happen and I was like, oh, Jesus. <laughs> and um, <laughs> and I remember him saying, there's no smoking in the rooms. And we were like, yeah, yeah, fine. And then we got up there and um, one of my friends, oh, let's just say it was me that way, not getting anyone else in trouble, had a really big bag of skunk. And we just smoked it in this hotel and we held up in there for like until they booted us out the next day. And it was a lot of fun. So not only was it the live event, The Doors Live, which was so, so good. And his voice sounded just so fucking incredible. Um, but it was the after the aftermath of it as well that just always sticks out in my head as quite a, quite a fun time. There you go. Yeah, there you go. Lovely. What's your number four, mate? Um... I'm going to go and say the uh, the, the Tharrock Beer Festival. Oh, amazing. Uh, and so they do it every year, um, and it's the, the, the Camera Beer Festival. So it's, it's this, I mean, I've been going probably for oh, maybe 26, 27 years. And, uh, and when I first went, I'm, I'm, I'm picking the first ever one I went to. Uh, it was brilliant. Mm. I was probably 18. Uh, and it's in a big venue. Um, uh, it's at the Civic, and it's uh, they've got a massive stage there. And they had a, they used to have this sort of folk rock band called the Skeleton Crew that used mm-hmm. to play it every year. And they play loads of kind of like Dylan covers and 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 just like folky stuff, but like but kind of good beer drinking music. And uh, and you'd go there, and it would be warm ale. It would be just a, a selection of different owls. No. No lager. There was a, I think there was like two different ciders and a mead, but it was all just like you go in there, you get your little pamphlet, you pay your deposit on your glass. I've still got glasses from everywhere, Amazing. like with the, uh, with the the thing on. And and I just remember going in there with my friends and being that dick and <laughs> going, "Hello, mate!" And there's all these volunteers that were all like scats and 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 all like, uh, you know, just like, you know, real real sort of beer nerds. And uh, and I was like, "What's the strongest one?" <laughs> and uh, and someone went, "Yeah, this one's called Cripple Dick." <laughs> and uh, and so I went round and saw this this barrel of Cripple Dick where you was only allowed to buy a half. Mm. So I think I had maybe sort of four halves of oh Cripple Dick, which was like ten percent. Uh, and I just remember like loving the band <laughs> and just having the <laughs> best time, being really fucking hammered on this awful treacle that was potent and uh and doing your first beer festival as you're meant to you know drinking copious amounts of the strongest thing you can get throwing yourself around embarrassing yourself and then throwing up on the pavement on the way home watch my brother do it several <laughs> years later um uh twice my brother uh was at, at a bad night there once threw up on the landing of my house which i spoke about and um, blamed the dog that had died two nights previously <laughs> Uh, and uh, and then also one night didn't come home. Uh, pre-mobile phones. Where where's your brother? Go and find your brother. So I'm out looking. Uh, and uh, yeah, he fell asleep on a roundabout. Spent the night asleep <laughs> uh, on the roundabout opposite uh, uh, opposite Daniel's roundabout. Uh, on Daniel's roundabout. Uh, yeah, he crashed out in the middle of the roundabout. Um, yeah, <laughs> and it was brilliant. Him? I've been pretty much. I didn't find him. I, I was just like walking around, like where where obviously the Civic is. Mm. I'm I'm, sh- I'm sure you mm. know the roundabout and the venue, and uh, and like literally just see him walking back through the car park, and I was like, "Mum's doing a nut. Where 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 was you?" And he was like, oh, "I just fucking fell asleep in the roundabout." <laughs> I was like, "What?" Like, um, but yeah, uh, the, the beer festival. I think it's back again in a in a in a month or so. You, we should we should come. Ba- you should I'm come well down for it. it. I'd love to do that. It's, it's really good. I mean, it's weird because beer's changed so much insofar as there's. I think there's a little bit of snobbery between the camera is a campaign for real ale or whatever. Mm. I think there's a little bit of snobbery now because of the evolution of craft beer mm. and y- all your IPAs. Yeah. I think there's a little bit of like, well, we're not bringing that into the fold. Right. And 
Uh, and so there's a little bit of of, of, of heads, but, but it doesn't matter. It's not about that. It's about going there, drinking some nice owls and uh, listening to some music. And uh, yeah, and in, in a very nice environment, in uh, which is a weird thing to say when it's in Graves. But yeah, looking forward to that this year. So yeah, the beer festival, my first ever one when right, I was probably sounds, 18. That sounds like a lot of fun. Um, I, 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 you made me think, damn, I didn't even put Oktoberfest on this list. Um, but I think I've gone over Oktoberfest a few times uh, on this podcast, so I'm gonna gonna give it a skip. I'm gonna go with for my number three. Hmm. I'm gonna shout out. Um, um, Stranger Things Secret Cinema. That was just so good, and it just makes me upset knowing that I've missed the um, Empire Strikes Back. Well, that's that's my next oh, one. Okay. So should we yeah, just have yeah. a should we just have a little uh, a big old wank yeah. over um, Secret Cinema? Secret Cinema uh, really are like one of these guys who re- they've really got stuck into understanding what interactive experiences are, and they really do it well, and they really treat it seriously. They've got a good business model there. To be fair, the first one I went to was the Romeo and Juliet one, which was okay at best. Really, mm. I felt it was a big cash grab. Really. Um, uh, it was clever in a way, but I just didn't work out for me. But oh my god, Stranger Things was just next level. It was just absolutely incredible, and I could have done that two or three more times. And and I felt like you know, I really am pot committed to getting stuck in and and doing the adventure. And within like five minutes of being in there, I was calling through an air vent. Do you know what I mean? And then being chased by the mm. demagogue or whatever. And and it was it was like it was it was amazing. And like. All the secret passwords, getting them on the phones and going around and having you know, chats with people and dances off and, and all the wonderful acting that they do there. It must be so much fun to be a character there and, and meeting Eleven. Yeah. And it's fucking brilliant. I, yeah, I, just, I was absolutely blown away. And how it ends is just insane. Did you go to yeah. the Stranger Things one where you end yeah. in that main room and it's just like, it's very dizzying, isn't it? And... Well, because you've got the screen, and obviously the minute like you start hearing never-ending story, and then you look up, and you've got the kind of sort of balconies above yeah. you, and they're 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 like either side of the room on these balconies on their BMXs, and like and they're doing the kind of the little I've literally got goosebumps. You're saying yeah. that the little kind of call with a with a with a wireless where they're trying to uh, call out and that. Oh, it's, it's fucking amazing, and 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 it's weird because they. That's the first one I've been to where you didn't watch the whole... Obviously, you can't watch the whole series. It was the first one that was a TV show, not a film. Yeah. Uh, whereas all the subsequent... Uh, all, all the ones previous, you sit down and you watch the film in some sort of environment mm. as well. But, yeah, Strange Things was fucking excellent, man. And, like, and yeah, just the fact that everybody makes an effort makes it worthwhile. Yeah. And the fact that they take your phone makes it even yeah. better. Yeah, completely. Like... No one's got their phone in their hands. Everybody's dressed up and everybody's there. And it's fucking brilliant. Yeah, man. It's so good. And uh, just if, you, if if people haven't been before, definitely go. And then I'd also say think about who you're going with. Are you going with people who are, you know, people who are just going to want to sort of like sit back and look around, which is absolutely perfect, just to sort of like go with the flow and observe? Or, you know, do you want to be with a sort of people who are going to really want to try and solve like the riddles that are left for you and get to the, you know, solve the whole thing in the like three hours that are allotted to you. And because I felt like the more you put in, you will get so much more out. The thing is I really went for it to start with. And for the first like hour and a half, it was just so immersive and brilliant. Yeah. And then kind of people started like going, Oh, we just want to, we want to just do this. Uh, And it was more like, I don't know, it just felt like it was quite being quite passive. And I think that's fine if you want to be passive, but I, I kind of wanted to yeah. just get stuck in. So I never got to quite finish the whole story. And, um, I, yeah, so next time I go, I think I'm going to go in a smaller group of people who I know are quite, like, proactively gregarious. Because you kind of have to yeah. be as well to, to to complete it, then you've got to be wanting to get stuck in and yeah. ask questions. And but they make it quite easy for you they're there and they're as, as yeah. much as you want to speak to them that they you know they'll, they'll give you what you yeah. want back do you know what yeah. i mean it's uh and the i mean i, I my, the one i chose was was empire strikes back um and that was the first one i went to and that was at the the, the print works 
uh, and I could not comprehend what I was experiencing. <laughs> it was insane. <laughs> um, it was the sort of largest scale one I've experienced. Mm. Um, I, yeah, and 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 just you go in and you have a meeting uh, with like the rebels, and then basically you all sit in this room and then the screen takes you to, to hyperspace then you walk through the door and you're on tattoo and you're in tattooing uh and before you, there's like armies of stormtroopers walking around it's fucking massive there's like a, a land speeder just goes past you oh. within like 15 minutes i was playing cards with lando carizian <laughs> trying to get these passes and droid parts to get into the next room and then when you get in the next room like it, yeah, it was amazing. The crescendo was like an X-wing fighter went um, over your head, and How did uh, they do that? and then basically they, there's just a big bridge, and and Vader and um, uh, Ben Kenobi have a massive lightsaber fight, and then you all split, and then all the cast like walk through the middle of the printworks up the steps to create the crescendo and finale of Star Wars, where they get their medals, and then you walk through a room. And then you then watch Empire Strikes Back, and it was it was fucking amazing. I went to the Printworks for twenty eight days later as well, and that was fucking nuts. Yeah. Really fucking nuts. Um, yeah, just you watched you 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 done the immersive experience. It was terrifying. You're being chased by fucking zombies, and it was fucking terrifying. Um, and then you end up going into the room to watch the film, and you get. It's, you go in this massive room and there's probably like 300 hospital beds and the ceiling <laughs> and the screens are on the ceiling so good. and you lay in like a hospital bed like watching it. Like, I was fucking mad. Um, and I'm not a fan of Blade Runner, but I did go to to, to that and it was incredible. It that wasn't at the Printworks. That was somewhere. That was like a, a an old like fucking B and Q or something <laughs> like that. And you had to take umbrellas because it was raining indoors and. The acid rain was was like it was fucking did it act, crazy. Did it actually burn um, your skin then? Yeah, I'm guessing it. Yeah. Oh, I kept the brolly up. Oh, clever. You know, I was immersed in it, sure. so I didn't yeah. want to. I didn't want to get burned. But yeah, like it, uh, for anybody, there's ones I've never. I'd love to have seen Back to the Future. You know, uh, from everybody that I've spoken to, everybody says that was the best one they've ever done, and that was before mm. I was really. It was on my radar. Yeah. But Shawshank, I heard, was an incredible. Um, but yeah, like um, if you ever think about it and and you just think of it as a cinema and you think how much like don't just do it and you'll never regret yeah, it you'll yeah. just think fucking hell that was incredible yeah so uh, that was my three and your three so what's your two my planning for your next trip elevate your travel style with quince quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway like european linen premium luggage options buttery soft italian leather bags and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Number two is I'm going to go with... Um, oh, 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 oh. Um, I'll go with... Um, this is progress. All the events that I went to with Pip, um, the wrestling shows, because I was so surprised at how much I was going to actually enjoy them. Um, yeah, I have no interest in wrestling really. Um, and uh, fellow uh, listener KTP, she she absolutely is a is a huge fan, and I think she's been she's going to take some of the other uh, other MSC over to watch some of progress, and 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 I might, I might actually go to a show soonish as well. Um, try and see what Pip's doing in terms of being in group public and and stuff like that, but um, oh yeah, it's so good. Like, I, I, it's just a real immersive experience. You wouldn't believe it, but like, you you could be you can be as immersed in that sort of thing as as anything else because, you know, there's only like six hundred people in the venue, all around the ring, and you can shout out and call out and start chants and. But then just watching these people pummel the shit out of each other and how brilliantly they act and how brilliantly they get um, they sell the stories and all the different narratives they're trying to. I just couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe that wrestling was so good and no wonder it became such a big thing in the States. Like they, they found they found something with that bottled lightning and 
I think there's some weird stuff that comes along with wrestling. Not 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 so much the the idea that it's fantasy that everyone everyone knows that. But I, I think like I don't know. Sometimes when you see like these lads doing doing full like hardcore wrestling in their back gardens and breaking each other's bones and stuff, I always feel that's a little bit little bit terrifying, really. Um, but other than that, I just think the whole narratives that they tell. Are just are just absolutely shit hot. They're really good fun. Um, have you ever seen a live wrestling match? Have you ever been to one? Uh, I, when I was young, I used to go to. Wasn't you big daddy or? Uh, uh, but uh, no, I've uh, I, 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 do you know I saw it at Butlins once. Like uh, I took the kids mm. to Butlins years ago, and went and watched wrestling there. I, and 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 no, I, you know, I, I'm I'm not. I'm just not into it. Like I'm really not. Like, I've got I to be honest with you. I, I bet don't the get it. Was not like, yeah. I bet no, it was the same not, in Butlins not, as but It was like a local wrestling show, um, but yeah, yeah. I, I, I've always said I'm, I'm well up for giving progress a go because you know, from from what everybody tells me, it's fucking great. And mm. but yeah, I'm I'm I am of a generation where Hulk Hogan and the fucking British Bulldog and oh, Stone you. Cold or whatever his name. I don't know who them people are. Mm. Like, um, yeah, I, I missed out on like that that WWFE whatever it was in the eighties, nineties. Like, it weren't. I never watched it. It weren't for me. And so, yeah, wrestling's mm. kind of wasted on me. But um, yeah, but you know, I do like you know as much as you know, I do like watching people throwing themselves around the ring and getting smashed up. So I'm sure. Uh, I'd enjoy it if I went. Yeah, thanks for shitting on my one. Then, so what's your number two, mate? <laughs> <laughs> uh, what am I going to go for for my number two? Um, right, I'm going to go for... Um, I'm gonna go, I went to a evening with um, uh, at Stockbrook Manor in Billericay, uh, which is like a hotel mm. wedding venue type place um and it was an evening with um sugar ray leonard uh who is uh arguably one of the greatest if not you know uh, up there in the top five greatest boxers mm. of all time yeah. and uh and uh and he was doing an evening with and uh he, he hadn't long finished this this tv show called the contender mm. that he done with sylvester stallone the um sort of put together a load of um you know aspiring boxers and they all fought to to to, to win the series and it was fucking mm. brilliant television uh and you know he he was one of the the greatest middleweight probably the greatest middleweight of all time uh, if you ask me uh, in an era you know with all the superstars like marvelous mm. marvin hagner and thomas hitman hearns etc etc i won't bore people with the the facts but um he was a real hero of mine and uh we paid i think i paid 80 quid to go and have like chicken in a basket and 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 to watch him do this talk and he was on stage with dave boy green and, and terry marsh some 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 you know some british oh, i think terry marsh was a world champion actually i think dave boy green was maybe a european champion from many years ago and uh and and they were there on stage and and, and obviously the, the the special guest was sugar ray Leonard and uh and I sat there, and he walked through the sort of through the middle of the crowd to the stage, and yeah, I'd say maybe there's like I don't know thirty tables there, each table yeah. with like maybe sort of ten people on it, and it so there wasn't a huge audience, and it was just fucking incredible to see Sugar Ray Leonard, yeah. uh, and he got on stage and he picked up a skipping rope and skipped, and uh, it was just fucking incredible. And then if you wanted to meet him, you had to pay, I think it was like another like 70 quid to kind of get a photo with him yeah. and I thought oh, I, I didn't have that money no. and uh, and so when he'd done the first question the, sorry the last question I said to my mate Jim come on let's go <laughs> and uh, let's try and beat the yeah. crowd out and literally as we sort of done this like <laughs> shortcut yeah um, he must have cut through some room and I walked into this empty room to try and find the car park and he walked in the door from the other side and I was like oh my god <laughs> And I was like, hello, Ray. And he went, hello. And I was like, can I have a photo? He went, yeah, of course. And the photographer that had been doing all the photos was with him. And he went, come on in. He just took a quick photo with me. And so I got a really nice photo for free with Sugar Ray Leonard and got to shake Amazing, the hand. Man. And 
yeah, so that was good. That's my number two. Sugar Ray Leonard at Stockbrook Manor. How tall is Sugar Ray Leonard? Is he a big man? Obviously, he's a lot older then, so... I'd say about your stamp. About my stamp, really? Yeah, so there's a delay on this Wi-Fi, which is really weird, but hopefully it won't... It won't resonate when we line yeah. up the audio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, I've been able to fix that in the past. Um, oh, he's about my stamp. So, yeah, your favourite boxer's basically me. Right, cool. Okay, so let's uh, go on to my last one. The Great Escape. The Great Escape is just this, like, obviously, was just is, is, is a weekender of, of music. Um, and, and I was started going to that in my mid to late 20s. So I was kind of like putting on live events myself around that time so I was very much into music and, and finding all the new bands and, and, and The Great Escape exposed you to know loads of new bands and so I'd, I'd get to go and see great acts like Cage the Elephant um, The Maccabees uh, Later The Pier just but but loads like um, I saw London Black Market there or then went to Black Market who's um, old matey boy from Billericay um, Longy Longy yeah 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 and uh, they were really good loved them and so really love Longy's voice as well. So basically, it was the shit. But what made it great was we all, by our mid to late 20s, we all had a couple of quid in our back pocket because we all had careers. We all had, had some money. We could hire like decent, we'd hire really cool apartments in like, where is it? Bristol, I think, or Brighton. And then um, we'd just go crazy for t- two days, go and see loads of wicked bands. And the other thing we used to do is we'd, we'd juice it up by... Uh, jumping into fancy dress and a fancy dress was wicked man i think the first year we did like we just went to um like charity shops and dressed as like um got like really old like 50s and just dressed as oaps basically sprayed our hair silver and um we just realized how much fun that was and i must say when you get into fancy dress i think people kind of realize that you're up for a laugh and making the most of the evening so it always gets, you always get like um, quite good, I'm not saying I want attention from strangers, but you just get, you get really fun interactions yeah, you, with, you, you get really fun interactions with them. And uh, the, the year after that, we did Superheroes, um, and I went to Silver Surfer, and then the year after that, we did uh, Wrestlers. And I went as Hulk Hogan. And that year, it was just absolutely mental. It was like being a celebrity because people just could not leave us alone. Um, and it was just absolute chaos, man. Uh, it was just, I, I must say, like, that was just like the epitome of having a... I've been to Glastonbury and absolutely love it. but And it's a different experience. But what was really good about The Great Escape was it was always like very new, new bands. But really good new bands. So there was a level of excitement there. Um, and yeah, man, great escape. I'd love to do it. We went to, we were going to do it just before COVID. COVID came down and we couldn't, we couldn't do it. So there's, there's, there's mutterings again of us doing it. And uh, I'm very much well up for that. So yeah, that's my number one, man. Great escape. Shit up place to go. I think, I think great escape was last week. Oh, bollocks. Okay. Well, I've missed it this year then. <laughs> I wouldn't have done anyway. Um, Okay, I'm going to apologise if there's any issues with the sand yeah. on this episode, people. But um, it's also thunder and lightning where I am now. And I've, my, my dog is now shaking next to me. Um, and so I don't know if that's affecting the, the Wi-Fi in any way, shape mm. or form. Um, anyway, my number one. My number one is um, in Southend-on-Sea at the Cliffs Pavilion. Um, I was lucky to get a ticket to see Brian Wilson and the Beach Boys um, maybe five years ago, maybe six years ago. Um Brian obviously is an absolute genius and um and is obviously getting on a bit and so you know in the, in the nicest possible way you want to see these people when you can and uh and seeing him with Al Jardine of the, of, of the Beach Boys um uh, and 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 Amazing. some of obviously the, the greatest session musicians in the world was just absolutely incredible and and to yeah. see him just bang out pet sands um in its entirety was just wonderful and the moment when the lights went down and he sat at the piano on his own and played god only knows um was one of the most incredible experiences of 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 gig going uh gig going life for me and yeah it was a a very personal fragile his voice you know he's 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 more fragile than it ever was and 
and there's a real beauty in that and uh and and it was just fucking goosebumps everywhere you looked was 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 people i think kind of holding back the tears and 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 some not it was it was fucking wow. beautiful um i haven't really got a lot more to say about that you know but seeing seeing your favorite album played live uh by a genius literally 20 minutes up the road i could have i could have i could have gone for morrissey at the brentwood center um seeing morrissey uh essentially a, a school gym uh, in Brentwood made no sense, but that was fucking incredible. Um, but yeah, I don't think I can top uh, God Only Knows um, as a moment. Uh, so yeah, that's my number one, Brian Wilson. Tough to top that one, mate. Uh, Lovely stuff. Couple of honourable mentions. Um, the NME Awards, but then I c- I, that was really fucking insane, but then got spiked, so it went a bit weird. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, my twenty-first birthday when um, my band played live at the oh, and won the Battle of the Bands final, that was good. Uh, the first Hardcoreistin live yeah. show blew my mind. Um, and yeah, oh uh, Russell Brand. Uh, when I saw Russell Brand at the at the um, the Civic as well, just you know in my hometown, do a hometown show. That was fucking ace. Nice man, nice. Um, yeah, well, um, I I want to do that international whiskey show with you this year. Um, just shout out when mm. I was seven and there was a Spider-Man parade in Wales. That was quite fun. The zombie apocalypse event that we went to. I've been to Comic-Cons, <gasps> Comic-Cons with Pip and Destiny 2 event with Pip. They were really good fun. Um, obviously MVP when five we went. Five years ago this week. Yeah. Five years ago this week we went to Nightmare Live. Oh shit, really? Fucking hell. That was five years ago last right. week, which was all right, but I was hoping it'd be a bit more immersive. So, instead and, of just uh, watching. And when we got there, it was like, oh, we just had to watch it. Yeah, but uh, I agree. they certainly didn't have the sort of production value of, of, of a secret cinema. But no. then I guess that was reflected in the, the ticket. The price, yeah. Um, yeah, well, let's, um, let's, let's do the beer festival and then come back here and record oh, afterwards. I'll be well up for that. When is it? Right. Uh, I don't know. Let us uh, know. It's soon. All right, let's do it, man. I'm all well right, up for we'll that. We'll do. Right. Right, Patreons, uh, let us know in the comments um, what your five favourite live events are. Let us know. Let's get that thread moving. Uh, thanks ever so much for supporting us, you bloody lovely lot. And uh, we'll see you next time, right? Top five live sex shows. That's what I want to hear from you guys. It's a drunken soiree in the within. Chris and Stu present our core listing, the podcast.